0: You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Have you ever wondered who the Mary was from Bloody Mary? If the Loch Ness Monster was real, or if Ouija boards actually worked? On each episode of the family friendly Unspookable, we look at the histories and mysteries behind your favorite scary stories, myths, and urban legends to get the real stories behind the scares. Want to solve your next mystery? Find and follow Unspookable now, wherever you get your podcasts. I feel like Who Arted? Who Arted? We're Mr. Out. Wood <laughs> Arted me. <laughs> yeah. Either way, it, it's a it works. I, I know. That's a great start. Welcome to Who Arted, where we explore visual arts in an audio medium. I'm your host, Kyle Wood, and today we're going to be looking at Grant Wood, an American Gothic. Now, before I get started, just a quick reminder, make sure you check the show notes. I've got the link to the network survey. If you take a few minutes to fill out the network survey at www.surveymonkey.com/r/airwave, you'll be entered to win a $500 Amazon gift card as our way of saying thank you. Also in the show notes, you'll find links to related episodes, and if you're not already listening to my other podcast, Art Smart, please be sure to check it out. Season 3 just got started at the beginning of February and I'm doing some great episodes covering all different media. Now on to Grant Wood. First off, Grant Wood, I know Kyle Wood, no relation there, but we are both from the American Midwest. Grant Wood was born February 13th, 1891 in Anamosa, Iowa, Sadly, his father died in 1901 when Grant was only about 10 years old. After that, his mother moved the family to Cedar Rapids. After high school, he went to the Minneapolis School of Design and Handicraft. He got a broad-based artistic education. He worked with metals, including designing jewelry and building furniture. So he took a job as a silversmith in Chicago in 1913, and in his free time, he took classes at the School of the Art Institute of Chicago. While he'd been doing okay as a silversmith in Chicago, his mother needed a little bit of help, so he moved back to Iowa to take care of her. When World War I came about, Grant Wood, just like pretty much every other able-bodied person in the United States, helped out with the war effort. He wasn't fighting on the front lines. He made clay models of field artillery, and he helped with camouflage. After the war, he was teaching art in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Then, 1923, he went to Europe and studied in Paris for a year. He's still developing his painting style. For a while, he was doing almost impressionistic style work, but he hadn't really developed what would become his signature style, the regionalist aesthetic, until a little bit later. In 1927, he took a commission for a stained glass window, and I absolutely love this story because it's one of those things that just shows to be a successful artist, on some level, you need to be a little bit delusional with your self-confidence. In 1927, he gets this commission to make a stained glass window for it was going to be a memorial for World War I veterans in Cedar Rapids. The thing is, he took it, but knew nothing of how to work in the medium. He had never done glass work, but he figured, I know art, I can do it. And he did. Like I say, it was a bold move, but he also put in the work. I mean, he even like flew to Munich to learn how to work with the stained glass and get the job done. Throughout the 20s, he's continuing to work on his paintings as well. He's making portraits and stuff like that. He basically was like the community artist doing all sorts of different things. But what he really became known for was the regionalist style. That was a movement that was somewhat naturalistic, but it was a distinctly American style. It was a stark contrast from like the abstraction that was in vogue in Europe with the rest of the modernists. American Gothic is clearly Grant Wood's most famous piece, and it became famous almost immediately. In 1930, the piece was entered in an exhibition at the Art Institute of Chicago. It not only won an award, it was purchased by the museum. That elevated Grant Wood's status essentially overnight. The painting took him from local all purpose artist to national figure in the art world. The inspiration for the piece actually came from a real house. He said he was driving along and he saw a window on a little white cottage as he was in Eldon, Iowa for an art show. He thought this giant, sort of arched, almost gothic looking window was kind of pretentious for a humble home. Out in the country, and he immediately pulled over and sketched it on the back of an envelope. Ironically, the giant window was actually functional. It wasn't this pretentious design flourish, it was a necessity to be able to move big pieces of furniture in and out for the second story of the house. You know, it's kind of like on a barn, they've got that big opening up and into the loft. As far as the figures in the piece, The woman was modeled after his sister, Nat. Initially, he wanted to paint his mom in there, but uh, his mother was old and just couldn't sit for the time that he needed for the observation, so his sister stepped in. The man in American Gothic was modeled after Grant Wood's dentist. He asked his dentist to serve as the model because he liked his look and particularly his strong hands in the piece. And this is one of those things that kind of makes me laugh. I mean, Grant Wood had a love of sugar that makes me feel a little nauseated just to read about. I guess he would put sugar on everything, including his lettuce. Unsurprisingly, he became well acquainted with the dentist's chair and... Probably got a lot of good looks at the dentist's strong hands as he was filling, I have to imagine, a lot of cavities. Now, after the painting was first completed and exhibited at the Art Institute and acquired by the Art Institute of Chicago, as I said, it really elevated Grant Wood's status in the art world. But reactions to the piece were kind of mixed. Nat wasn't particularly thrilled with being paired up with the much older man in the painting. To this day, people are not sure whether it's supposed to be a father-daughter or a husband and wife connection, but I would say Nat definitely did not like the husband and wife implication. As we broaden to look outside of the models of the piece, initially, there were a number of people who looked at this as poking fun at provincial, rural Americans. But then, in the Great Depression, it came to be viewed quite differently. People started to look at it more as celebrating the hardy American spirit. Grant Wood said of it, quote, there is satire in it, but only as there is satire in any realistic statement. These are types of people I have known all my life. I tried to characterize them truthfully make them more like themselves than they were in actual life. I think the fact that people can look at it and draw different conclusions and see different things in the work is what makes it such an iconic image. It's been parodied in so many different formats. I mean, American Gothic, The Mona Lisa, The Scream, these are works that have been parodied so much. Even if you've never actually seen the work, the original painting on canvas in a museum, you know the work. It's no longer just paint applied to a canvas. It is so deeply ingrained in our collective consciousness It's become a visual shorthand and an entry point for people to make a connection and make sense of other images and media.